This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Well, well. Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals. And today we'll be chatting about Bunny Day, um, the speed of Nintendo's patchwork, and some community questions. With me today, as always, is Nick Mackinick Metzger. Did I pronounce that right, Nick? Well, you did. In Michigan, we actually call it Mackinac, but I threw my name at the end of it, and so it becomes Mackinac. It's what an is island. It's a, it's a big, big tourist place here in my state of Michigan, and so I decided to use it. Cool. That's your, that's your island name. And then that's also with us today is Sean the Island Abbott. Going yep. a little dark on us. <laughs> Went for a very lost theme. So I'm trying to treat my uh, islanders as the others and stay away from them. Yeah, I remember you were originally going to try to keep the tent as long as you could. Unfortunately, progression yeah. stops if you don't have a house. <laughs> yeah, massively. That's um, something I wasn't prepared for. And I'm Dan Cheese Caparello. Still don't regret the name of my town because every time Blathers talks to me, he welcomes me to the Cheese Museum. <laughs> and I giggle I will every single time. It's the best. I'm, I made my flag the other day. I made my flag the cheese emoji. And I'm just just happy as a clam, naming my town cheese for no reason. Happy as a wheel of cheese. There you go. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you guys, we're two weeks, two-ish weeks after launch. Uh, and I'm still playing at least an hour every day, mostly because of other obligations. I would be playing probably three or four hours if I could. How's everybody's experience are you still into it as much as you were at launch? What's going on? Yes, I still am into it as I was at launch. Um, I think the wife pulled me up last night with saying to us, I just randomly start talking to her because I'm thinking about things that are happening on the island all the time. And like I'll suddenly just go to, oh, I need to uh, go and check the turnip price because obviously I've, I've banked a load of bells into it. So I need to go and do that. And she's like, why on earth are you talking to me like that? I have no idea what you're on about. So she she kind of pulled me up and said, you have to stop just having random outbursts about this game because I have no idea what you're doing. Even though I've, set, I've started her own, she's got her own villager on the island. She's I've got the tent and done the Nook Miles redemption for her. She's just got no interest at the moment. So. so I am certainly just as much as into it as I was when I started uh, for my wife. Um, I feel kind of bad for her because my son is just as much as into it as I am as well. And so, um, and he cannot, he's not to the age to where he can read yet. So uh, when I go off to work, she gets the task, she gets the switch light put in her face like every five seconds. And he's like, hey, can you read this to me, mom? Mom, can you read this to me? And so if she's, if he's not asking her to read it, something to her, he's like, can you watch me play this game? Because he loves to have somebody watch him play the game. And so I feel kind of bad because she's not really into Animal Crossing, but she's been a super trooper about it and uh, just taking it pretty well. And But I am I am just as much as into it as I, as I was in the beginning. And uh, just the other night, I got lost 
for, I, I don't know, probably four hours in just designing um, patterns for the ground, like little signs that I wanted to put on the ground. And I like, I looked up, I came up for a breath of air and it was like three in the morning and it was dark. My wife had just left me there and I'm like, oh, okay, I should probably go to bed. So yeah, I'm loving it. How about you, Dan? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny you guys bring your family into it because, um, so my wife just does not, she does not care at all about video games. She couldn't be more indifferent about anything about it. She's, she's fine with me doing it. It's my hobby. You know, I built a little, I built a little man cave garage with all my retro stuff in it and it stays in the garage and she doesn't have to look at it and it's just fine. This is where I come to be me and to, to jam out and to have fun. But she, she will watch me play Animal Crossing. She's, she's interested. She doesn't, I haven't gotten her to like play anything. She doesn't have her own island or villager or anything. My kids are super into it because it's all cartoony and fun. And they always want me to go get dressed because I have like tons of clothing. And they'll be like, pick my shirt, pick my pants. And I always end up looking like some weird like Elton John lookalike at the end of it. And so it, uh, it's super fun with the kids. But um, the fact that my wife is not just totally ignoring what I'm doing and she's kind of like oh let me see your island or your villagers or oh you made a playground that's cute and I show my orchards and so that's nice that's a nice that's a nice feature I was not anticipating about Animal Crossing but I'm totally into it I gosh I really wish I had more time to play during the day because I would sink so much more time if I could Um, I just started like decorating more of my island I spent a lot of time in my house but my island itself was kind of bare um, aside from the path that I had made out of a pattern on the ground, but it is uh, still super, super fun. Still super fun. Still a lot to do. Haven't rolled credits yet, so we're looking forward to that. And actually, the first thing we're going to chat about today, guys, as far as news goes, is Bunny Day. And uh, you can't talk about Bunny Day now without talking about eggs and patches. Um, I personally wasn't too annoyed with how much how many eggs I was getting. I thought it was fine because I was using them to craft stuff and I thought it was great. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like the most into collecting all the fish and all the bugs and stuff like that. So I could see it being annoying for others, but I didn't think it was that bad. What about you guys? What about you, Nick? Were you annoyed by the eggs or are you happy about the patch? I'm very happy about the patch. Now I will say like, I wasn't like, I'm going to go on Twitter and just like, rage about the fact that all I'm getting is eggs but fishing is a zen thing for me like I can just fish that's how I can get my money I don't need to do any of the special tricks or anything like that I can just fish to get my cash and do it slow bit by bit um every night and the fact that I wasn't I was getting probably 60% eggs and 40% fish um and sometimes you would see these gigantic shadows in the water and be like yes maybe this will be like something really awesome, you know, but that gigantic shadow was a small egg. And you were like, how, how did that just happen? You know, best meme was the, was the, who's that Pokemon meme floating around where it's like, who's that Pokemon? And it's like an animal crossing fish shadow. Yeah. <laughs> it's egg. Like what? That doesn't, it's not even the same. That's hilarious. Yeah. And so I was getting tired of getting all the eggs. So the yeah. patch that just came out today was much appreciated. What about you, Sean? Annoyed by the eggs, or did you not care? I didn't. And like you, I've been using them to craft stuff. So I've crafted like all the lamps, the clocks, the bunny day glow, everything. <laughs> Anything that I can get that's a DIY card. Totally. I've, I've probably made it. 
So I made the bunny day hat and dress and because my cousin picked it up for a birthday in the week. So I kind of waiting for her to get Nintendo online and come to the island. And then I've got like a, a dress and a hat to send her as a bit of a happy birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, my I, I love being able to send stuff to your friends. I send my brother all the like music stuff. I got a guitar pedal board that I sent to him because he's building like a big music room. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, I've also made a bunny room, egg room, because there's just you have a wallpaper and a floor and a bed, and it's just like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to make my bedroom into a bunny room. I just got this new room, and that's what it is now. I have totally joined you in that. I I've made one. I got that extra room, and I thought, <laughs> you know what? I I'm just going to make this like the seasonal room, right? You know, it's going to yeah. keep happening. It's just whatever. The, I'll rip it all down and make it whatever the next thing is that they want to do. So I'm yeah, I'm down. Totally down with that. Just keep it fresh. Um, but I'm actually super impressed with how quickly Nintendo's been pushing these patches out. You know, I mean, in the last two weeks, we're at like version 1.4, something mm-hmm. like that now. Yep. And as soon as the community reacts to something, Nintendo's just on it. You know, it's like they, it's like they, they I think you said it on Discord, but it's like they don't want anyone to have a bad time. They want you to stick with Animal Crossing, and they're doing a really great job of making us do that. Yeah, totally. They uh, there was an issue where um, there was an issue where if balloons you wouldn't get a you wouldn't get balloons. That's a shocker because all I ever get is balloons ever since mm-hmm. Bunny Day has started. Um, and so so they patched that the other day, and then they kind of I think have been kind of just going through social media and seeing that there's an obvious uproar that there are too many too many eggs coming out of the water when you fish and so then last night um ironically i didn't know the patch was coming i was trying to send a letter to my son like right before i logged out it was like 2 30 in the morning and i'm trying to send this letter and it won't send and i'm like what i have internet i don't know what the issue is and so then i finally just close out and right as i'm like rolling into bed I get this, I, my phone dings from one of my Twitter accounts that I follow. I was like, Nintendo updates Animal Crossing. And I was like, oh, <laughs> now I know why that happened. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, no, it's great how they've been just on it. And I can't appreciate it more as a fan of Animal Crossing. Definitely. It's, it's, it's been super refreshing, especially for Nintendo, who's typically a pretty like, you know, you launch a game when it's ready and a bad game's bad forever. But to see them be so so quick about it um uh, yeah i think so the mount the modern the the most updated version we're at is 1.1.4 which is this is what the fifth update we've gotten since launch in three two two and a half weeks so super Mm -hmm. impressed by that yeah they're on they're definitely like nick says they're definitely on it to try and keep people coming back to it and not be disgruntled by anything yeah um, speaking of, uh, fishing, we have a fishing tournament coming up in a few days, April 11th. Um, I don't remember what the fishing tournaments were like in New Leaf. Does anybody have a recollection of that? I never got to do one. Yeah. Um, by the time my fishing tournament came for New Leaf, New Horizons had started. So my DS is now collecting dust. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, totally. I you know I haven't touched my GameCube town since New Leaf. I'm afraid to go to it because I'm sure it's just covered in weeds. Weeds grow in the GameCube version faster than any other plant on history in the history of planet Earth. So I'm definitely I I don't know. I might do some stream someday where I'm like, 
haven't touched this in a year. Let's see what it looks like. That would be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if it's something like what Chip already does, where it's like, catch these three kinds of fish or, you know, catch, catch this kind of thing or how many, you know, what size of fish can you get? But I guess they don't give you sizes in uh, New Leaf, so. I don't know. I'm yeah, that's the thing. Go ahead, Chip. Sorry, that could be a patch that comes out later that we start getting. Oh, uh, yeah. As a weight. That's yeah, true. that was the shocker to me, that there is no sizes and there is no weight. So in Pocket Camp, it was all about the um, the amount of size of fish that you could get. And it was done by, um, and it was done by Chip. Um, uh, but in, in this one, you have CJ, who currently is in my town. And so he asked you to collect three of some fish. And then you can sell fish for one and a half times what you can sell it for at Nook. Um, uh, and that's great. And he can make mm-hmm. models of fish if you have three of them. Um, that's and what I, so, did, I did that and I have like, I have a dab model and it is not in my house. It's in my storage. <laughs> I actually have an olive flounder model and it is in my house, but I don't really, it's just there. It's just, yeah, I just yeah. Um, and so, but I wonder, so here's my only question. We've not seen chip and CJ talks about chip a lot. He, when I was talking to him today, he was like, yeah, my dad taught me everything I need to know, but he's not much of a fisherman. He more just likes to throw a line in the water and watch fish. And I was waiting for him to say and eat them because that's what he always did, right? right I mean, right, you would right. give him the fish and he'd be like, he'd be like those are gone. <laughs> um, but, uh, but he didn't say that. And so I just wonder, is CJ going to come back and run this tourney? Or is I would love to see Chip come back and run the tournament. Be nice to CJ see Chip. Do what he's doing. Do you think it's going to be Chip? I think so. Yeah, he talks about it. Yeah, it'd be weird for him to talk about him and then you never see him. It, you know, he they already. Yeah, I think I think you see. I, I think you see both of them. They're both there. They have different functions or whatever during the tournament. That'd be really cool. I mean, has anybody had label in that town yet? Who? Label or label? I she, have. Not. Uh, I, got, yes, I got her yesterday. Um, she, um, she's on about starting her own brand of clothing called Labella, um, and she's kind of like asks you to. She gives you a theme. So yesterday, my theme I got I had to dress up as a theatrical character, um, and that's kind of like a clothing challenge. So you run off and you get changed into something to make you look theatrical. So like I've got like loads of military style uniform bits and pieces that people have given me and things like that. So I got dressed up as like a, an old, um, you know, the red turncoat type thing. Uh, was it a Chelsea pension, Chelsea pensioner basically is what I right look like Went back to her and she was happy with what I was wearing and she'd give me a piece of clothing and she says that she was going to come back and keep trying to do it as another. So I don't know if she ends up being part of the, the able sisters that Wait. is really cool. I didn't even know she existed. Yeah. I mean, I knew there was three of them. Um, and I, Mabel and Abel are in the Abel sisters thing. You can't get Abel to talk to you. Um, but yeah, I have not run into her. That's really cool, Sean. That's a great bit of information that I was unaware of. Um, oh, I had get Bobby it. Wait, on. guys, I get it. Label, like clothing label? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, we had Bobby on last last time uh, last podcast, and he has been wondering if he if she is going to take over Gracie Grace, 
Gracie Grace's position as um, the giraffe that comes in and gives you that kind of stuff. And so, and so maybe he's right. And that's, I can't wait to have her come to my town now. I have not seen her at all. Yeah. I'm all about collecting clothing. So it would be really cool. Well, she kind of just set, set up shop outside the residential services. She was just stood there with like a little briefcase and a notepad. So, Speaking mm. of Chip, I have his Amiibo card. Hey, oh. <laughs> I was just thinking, I only got two packs, but he's one of the ones I got. Cool. Yeah. And actually, I have one of the cards for the dudes in my town, which is kind of cool because, like, there's what, like, almost 400 animals you could get. So the fact that in my, like, little dozen cards, I have him. So I thought that was cool. So another event coming up is Earth Day. Nick, do you want to talk about Earth Day? I don't really know anything about that. Well, we don't we don't really know a lot about it other than that's oh, coming. Okay. It was in the update with Bunny Day. It, they came together and Nintendo showed Leaf, who was a new Leaf character, and uh, he ran a gardening store. And so we know that it exists. We know that it's going to be coming probably, we don't really know when, but probably later in this month, maybe after um, the the fishing tourney gets over, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Um and so that's that's probably going to be our next, I don't know if you want to call it holiday, probably not holiday, but seasonal event that's going to happen. So it'll be very interesting to see how they, uh, how they run that and what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. What is actual Earth Day? Is that April 20th? 22nd. I literally yeah. just Googled that. Earth Day, 22nd of April. <laughs> okay. That's, so. the wrong, that's the wrong day. I had the wrong date on that. That's a different holiday. Really quick to go back to Bunny Day, I had talked about hoping they would run this in, um, run the holidays in a a larger span of time instead of what we saw in the in the older games where you know like Toy Day was one day and you yeah. better be there or else you miss it. Right. And I am super thrilled that that's how. As a dad and as we talk about, we all only got an hour. You know, I'm so glad that that Bunny Day isn't just April 12th. And so you know, you better be there or you're going to miss out on everything. And so I'm glad they went to this longer uh, holiday, you know, span it out a little bit and, and give people time because we all unfortunately have a real life along with our animal crossing life that we have. to. Yeah. So-called real. Yeah. yeah. Given the current circumstances globally, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's given me a lot more time to play it than I normally have. It's ironically given me a lot less time to play, but I guess that's just, Depends on what you're doing right now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sean, why don't we jump into Abbott Asks and we can talk about uh, what your questions are. And the first one is life after credits. Now, Nick is the only one who has seen credits. Is that correct? Right. Sean, you haven't seen credits? Not yet. I'm close. I'm, I'm still only on a one star on my island evaluation. So... And trying to get more islanders, yeah, it, oh, more of the others as I can at the moment. But every time I go see Tom Nook and he's like, "Oh, it's so many bills to buy so many plots of houses," I'm like, "I'd rather just upgrade my own house." <laughs> so yeah, it just gets, keeps getting pushed back. And then there's obviously, as it asks, um, well, as I was going to ask, is it a game changer? Is it like a completely different version of Animal Crossing once you can terraform? And I kind of quite like the chasing the bridges and um inclines at the moment the way that i'm doing it so i didn't want to know if it's 
something that's going to change how the game plays completely. So, no. To be, to be quite frank, it, it doesn't change it completely. But it gives you the one thing that I wanted the most, right? I mean, the one thing that blew my mind, blew all of our minds when we saw that Animal Crossing Direct, which was the ability to terraform. You don't have any of that ability until you roll those credits. And uh, I really like there. I just, I chased that. That was my end goal. Like I, I wanted the ability and quite frankly, I don't use it a ton. Like I, I've used it. I've used it a little bit to do small things and I have bigger things in my mind that I want to do, but I, I haven't really, I haven't really started to experiment with it a ton, but I just wanted the ability to use it and especially paths. Once, once you open up and you don't have to just drop tiles to do paths and you can start using the, the terraform feature to do paths, it makes life so much easier. I mean, so much easier. And so I have really enjoyed just kind of spreading paths all throughout my town that way. And, uh, uh just, uh, kind of building it out like that. And so that's why I wanted to get there. It does not, it does not change the game. I know I said, I was like, guys, I was like, you gotta get there. I was pretty excited about it. So I was like, guys, this is amazing. You need to get there. And Dan's like, what does it really do? And I was like, well, okay, you know, maybe not. Maybe it is not a lot, but you get to terraform, which is everything we wanted. And so just get there. And so, but no, take it at your own speed and do what you want to do. I wanted to get to the ability to do those paths and the terraforming and it's a ton of fun. And I will just a little pro tip. I'm not going to give anything big, but when you, if you're close to rolling credits, stockpile the mile, man. I mean, get as many nook miles as you can and stockpile them because when you roll the credits and everything opens up, it only opens up if you got the nook miles to, to afford it, quite frankly. So that's good. Yeah. You, you said that to me cause, cause I had stockpiled like 25,000 nook miles and I was like, there's nothing to buy. What am I doing with these? And you were like, just wait you will be swarmed with things to buy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if yeah. you've managed to stockpile that many miles. I'm literally, I, I'm struggling to get back up to 2000 to get a mystery Island tour so I can go and do a bit more uh, tarantula farming. Yeah. It is a bit tough. Cause you don't, you only really know what the values are for the Nook miles plus things at the top. It doesn't really tell you what they are for the other achievements. So you're kind of just chasing nothing and hoping you get something. Um, so yeah, it is a bit, it is a bit, uh, arbitrary. I haven't done a ton of mystery tours. That's probably why I have so much cash. Cause I'm mostly sticking to my own Island. I will say this. Cause there's a part of me that was like, I did this and then the campaign kind of stops in the sense of like Tom being like, now you need to go do this and maybe you should do that. Right. And so I was like, man, you know, like, so what's, I mean, we all know AC is kind of like open world, do your own thing. It's all open to whatever you want to do. And so I was like, maybe I've really seen it all. But Nook Miles is kind of the, the template of what is still there. And there's still 17, I think I counted 17 or 18 spaces that are blank. Meaning I haven't even touched the ability to get Nook Miles there. So like, mm. what are all those spaces that um, are completely blank that are still waiting for me to get to? I know one of them, and I know this by misfortune, is um, if you shoot a balloon and the present falls in the water you get no miles for that 
<laughs> There's great. also the one I saw. I saw um, Nintendo Guru trying to get where you have to catch a hundred fish without like losing any of them. Uh, I yeah. got to... in, in a row. You, if you lose one fish, you have to start all over. And he got up to like seventy-five, and then lost a fish in the water, and he was so mad. <laughs> I think that's that's the. I think that's the one. That's what I'm on is the hundred like because I did the twenty. I actually just got that the other day. Um, I got twenty and they were like ding and it was like you got nook miles and I was like what for and so I looked and I was like I got it for getting twenty in a row and then the next one was a hundred and I was like ah, I'm probably not getting that one anytime soon. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, there's some. I mean, there's some crazy stuff. The coolest thing that I saw online was somebody made the entire um, Link to the Past map yeah, out of their island. That was awesome. That was cool. So I'm looking forward to doing some really cool stuff once everything else opens up. Um, right now, I'm mostly... Sorry, have you guys played with the Island Tune at all? I don't know if you've noticed. No, I changed my flag, but I haven't touched the tune. I don't really... Yeah. Um, I, my tune is the Lost Woods theme from Zelda. So every time you speak to a villager, you, I just get that... Doo, 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 doo. But each villager has their own adaptation of it. So... Blavers is quite a nice panpipe sound where like Tom Nooks is quite wooden block hitting. It's really cool to see which which ones are my favorites. That is cool. Yeah, I'm going to need to do that, but I'm going to need to go online because I'm not musical. Like I can't, like there's no way that I could move those little fig, those little frog figurines and make it sound anything like anything. I need somebody to tell me how to do that. There's loads of, I can't remember the creator that I got, I watched, but um, he had like, there was 20 plus different tunes, all from like Game of Thrones, Zelda, Mario, all sorts. It was really good. That's cool. I'll probably throw something Star Wars in there. That's that's right up my alley. Star Wars or Nintendo. I will say the one thing that I hope uh, opens up or like changes is, because I, I don't know how you've even changed this, but one of my big frustrations is that all my furniture is mis- mismatched. You know, and like there's like I have a lot of crafting recipes for stuff, but none of it's really it's all a little like early and not super um the tastes are just kind of uh not very refined, so I'm just waiting to get like you know unlock some really cool looking furniture that all matches because it's kind of it's kind of all mismatchy right now, and that's making me mad. I really like to to have things that match or a similar color scheme. You could do a little bit of that with the customization. Um, maybe I just won't worry about it for now and come back to it later once I get some more some more stuff from the ATM and from um, Nook's Cranny. But right now, that's a bit of a frustration point for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. It's like I've now got the main room and two separate rooms off the center. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm trying to turn one into a bathroom, but failing miserably. I managed some... Um, one of my islanders gave me a bidet the other day, which I thought was quite quite strange. <laughs> Giving somebody else a, a hygiene product like that. Yeah. Here, clean um, your butt. <laughs> yeah. Don't need toilet roll. Here you go. Um, but yeah, I'm struggling as well. As like, I'm like, the, the sofa is like, you're going to hear other islanders' homes and they've got like the nice kitchen area, nice looking sofas. And it's like, how did you get those? How did and it's you... all matching? They all have a theme. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is, a, it is a fair thing to point out too that they have kind of walked away from what has been a staple for ever, even in the pocket game, which is like ranch, modern, 
Um, I don't know why I can't think of any others like cute or I can't think of whatever that pink yeah, one. Yeah, cute, cool, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and so there were all these very staple, like you knew this was a set of furniture and you would actually get more points if you had them all for your like HHA. Or is that right? Your own academy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they... But those don't show up at all right now. I mean, it's the idea of finding ranch, or anything, which is fine, but it's like, well, how do you match them? They maybe- have a little bit of that. Like, like you can get stuff like a, like there's a whole bamboo set. There's like garden set. You know, there's like the early crafting stuff where it's mm-hmm. all wood. The, yeah. All that wood grain you can change the color of. And then the customization changes some of that because all the customization options match, you know. Mm-hmm. You can get like super colorful kids' bedroom stuff. Or you can to do like mismatched wood, which is what a lot of my stuff is, because it's the closest like to an aesthetic that I would actually use. Um, but you are right that a lot of the staples through the whole series are just gone, at least early on where we're mm-hmm. at, you know. So maybe they show up later. But but to get all that furniture, Nick, you're gonna have to get some bells. And so the yeah. next topic is how do we make money fast? And we all kind of have our own different ways of approaching this. Um, so Sean, have you discovered anything or, you know, what's your, what's your so, struggle? Yeah. Tell me, tell me about that. I think one of our discard members, um, Frosticles, our Jason Frost, um, he went deep into the tarantula farming. Um, it's unreal the amount of money you can make from that if you've got the patience at the time. Um, but yeah, basically, I'm yourself with a ladder, a vaulting pole, three nets, a shovel, and an axe, and go on an island mystery tour. And when you get there, if that island supports bug life, you basically just decimate that whole island, dig everything up, smash everything to pieces, chop all the trees down, pull all the weeds everything flowers take the heads off the flowers and then dump them all in a corner on the island and then just dig yourself a nice little safety area so you you do four holes one north one south one east one west and you can jump into the middle and then the idea is you just do laps of that mystery island until you scare off all the other bugs fish um wharf roaches which are usually the ones that catch me out um, and then once a spider appears, you can either try and sneak up on it, which is quite a hard thing to do, or you just run, scare it, let it chase you, jump into the center of the thing, uh, of your little safety area that you've made, and then 99% of the time, the spider can't get you. There's been a couple of times when I've been doing it that it's managed to still get between the, the holes and bite me. But yeah, and you just repeat the process basically and if you've got all the expansion packs for your pockets you can like walk away with nearly 30 spiders every time and they sell to flick for 12,000 bells or to nooks cranny for 8,000 bells so mm-hmm. it's a very that's been a, it's not a very quick way and it can be quite tedious if once you start doing it more and more you get pretty quick with it but that's the i mean i've made nearly a million bells overall with the spider hunting I think bells per hour, it's the best investment, um, except for turnips, which is just kind of waiting. But <laughs> I will say about uh, your tutorial, that's what I heard. And I was having trouble with the little safety area. So I got rid of the safety area and I exclusively did the sneaking up because the, the sneaking up worked 100% of the time. 
And I was getting bit either from running away or from not jumping fast enough or from the spider making its way through the holes probably half the time. So that was my struggle. Also, I got on an island and I dug up a rock and I saw a centipede and I said, oh, bug life. So the island supports bug life. So I'll, I'll clear it off and we'll do this. Never saw another bug after I saw the centipede. So I think it has to support specifically like uh, land, ground, or, or insects and not digging insects. Yeah, um, so anything that, like, if you get there and there's a stink bug or the, the face bug on the flowers yeah. there. Or the on. wharf roaches, yeah. So those are my only distinctions. Other than that, it, when I did it the one time, it worked really well. I mean, I got, I got them. It ended up being pretty tedious, so I haven't done a second run. And I've heard now that the water bugs make it a little bit more tedious. So I'm not about to, I'm not super uh, happy about going back and doing it right now. Uh, my, my main way of getting income is I have planted all over my island just tons of non-native fruit. And it seems silly because it's like, oh, it's only 500 bells per. But I've got, I've got what? Four, six, eight, no, four, eight, 12, 16, 18 trees lined and it's all cherries. And so if I throw, oh man, I can't do math right now. Hold on. What is 18 times 500? 18 times 500. Yeah, that's 9,000 right there. And if I do 9,000 a day, I mean, you know, I can buy everything in the shop. I can get everything I need. That one's easy. Um, The other one is... If you have the crafting supplies, crafting the item of the day, if it's like a 2,500 to 5,000 cost item, it's double that. And so I've made before like 10,000 bells per item, you know, um, and, and walked away with, you know, 100,000, 200,000 bells from Nook's Cranny doing that because I had enough uh, stockpiled wood and iron to do it. Um, now that takes some building up, you know, you're kind of like slowly building the stockpile to be able to do like one quick swoop of crafted items to sell. But those have been my main money-making schemes. Um, Uh Nick, what about you? Um, I do four things really. One is the money trees. So if you, if you keep that too, yeah. Yeah. If you keep the money tree going, I find that 30,000, if I throw 30,000 in there, it's a pretty safe bet that I'm going to pull 30,000. I won't always. Sometimes I'll just get 10. But that means I never lose money. There might be a day that I just break even. Maybe the tree I threw in 30 and it just pops up three tens. So I break even. But more often than not, I get a tree that pops up that has three 30,000 bags. So I've made 60,000. And if I if I continually do that, then I'm making that 60,000 every day. It's just 60, that free thousand dollars for bells that I get. Um, I do orchards. I have 40 non-native fruit, which means every three days I'm getting $60,000 or 60,000 bells. And then, uh, I do the stock market. I've loved the stock market, the stock market. It's always something I've got into. I spend, I spend a 99,000 bells on the, on turnips pretty much i mean it doesn't matter the price so um it helps now especially that we have a discord community that i 
that we work with where uh, Dan helped me get uh, 350 bells uh, per turn up a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Frosticles got 550 for me. I made half a million dollars on on that. So I uh, that's my another fave. And then my last thing is just bug and fish catching. I mean, I just like doing it. So if you don't, you're probably like, Ugh, why would you want to do that? But let me watch a show with my wife and walk around my island just fishing and catching bugs. And I'll make probably 50 to 100K just doing that in, in, on an average day. On a good day, I can make a whole lot more than that. So that, that's how I make bells in, uh, in Animal Crossing. Yeah. You're slightly more hardcore than I am. Just slightly. Just slightly. <laughs> I also have more li- a limited time. So if you're, if you're limited on time, the stock market is probably a really good bet, but you have to have the bells to spend. Yep. And if you're buying at an average of like 100 bells per turnip, you're pretty much guaranteed to get at least a little bit higher than that on your own island at some point during the week. Right. Um, and don't be afraid to sell and just start over because it is still a little risky. Um, you know, selling like a little bit higher. Uh, mm. If, But uh, also, if you're not part of our Discord community, you know, on Patreon, you jump in for a dollar a month and that gets you access to to our Dad Crossing Discord and you can join us up, join up with us and share friend codes and get yourself 500 bells per turnip. And let's, uh, let's plug the Nintendo Dads. There is, I think, for one more month now, they're doing, uh, they're, they are waving the fee for their patreon so i believe for one more month if you want to you know if you're like man i'd like to be in on this uh trying to find the good turnip prices uh we have an awesome animal crossing discord it's free for one more month and then like dan said it only costs you a dollar after that if you're still into it so yeah totally it's a great play i mean the amount of help for like myself who's new to the game for i've had from there from people talking it's great. Uh, really, it's it's helped make me a, a lot of bells, and it's also made me ref, uh, refine my process of playing the game rather than just running around aimlessly going, what do I do, what do I do? It's just, yeah, I've always dropped questions in there, and people are really quick to answer it. So, Yeah, and it's also fun because you go on Twitter or YouTube or Reddit, and people are just doing insane stuff with their town, and it can be a little discouraging. Like, why can't I do insane stuff? So to be part of a community that's kind of at the same level as you, at least, you know, where like you, you can show something cool off and it's not like, oh, I turned my entire island into a Zelda map. It's like, hey, go look at this cool outfit I got. And it's actually interesting and you're, you're all kind of celebrating together. So highly recommend jumping in there. Um, Nick, <clears throat> what is the deal with stargazing? This is not something I've experienced in my town yet and you have to tell me all about it right now. I am very happy to do that. I can tell you, I was super frustrated at first. So I, I don't want to call this a glitch, but it is something that I think Nintendo could use to fix. So I get Celeste and Celeste like, hey, you know, um, there's going to be stars that come down and look, there's one right there. And I have a, like a net in my hand and she's like, all you got to do is look up and press A. So I look up and I press A. What do I do? I slap Celeste in the head with my net. And I'm like, but no, that's not what I wanted to do. And so... And so by the time I like, I'm trying to figure out because my mind has now lost out or control my character. So I'm like, how do I put my net away? And so I finally do. Well, the, the, the star, the falling star is gone and it's all over. And, and 
I never had a chance to do it until last night. So to back up stargazing, it's there, you're wishing on a falling star and uh, you will have meteor showers and oftentimes Isabel, but not always, oftentimes Isabel will let you know in the beginning that there's going to be a meteor shower sometime soon or one of your... Like yep. when you first turn the game on or whatever? Yeah, yeah, when you do an announcement. Or you'll have an animal that'll run up and say, hey, I thought I heard that there's, that, uh, there's going to be a meteor shower. And so if you look up to the sky, you'll see the stars falling. It helps to not have a tool in your hand. You press the A button. Your character will they'll make a little jingle. Your character will put their hands together, and it'll sh- the star will shimmer. And, uh, and that's it. That's all that happens. And so you're like, well, where, do, where did I get my star? Like, where, when, when, when does that happen? Um, that happens the next day when you wake up, they wash up on the beach. And um, there's a, you can get all different types. You can get regular star fragments. You can get large star fragments, which are pretty hard to get from what I was, uh, I was on Twitter with, with uh, one of the, one of our, followers that really kind of chats with us and she hasn't been able to get large star fragments yet either and i got 21 regular fragments no large fragments but wait for it two aries fragments and just today celeste was back in my town and she gave me a diy recipe and i luckily got just enough for this for this gold rocking horse which is also the first recipe i've gotten that used gold nuggets um, and so it used one gold nugget, two Aries fragments, and a couple other things, a couple of regular fragments. And so I made this rocking horse, and I don't know this, I'm just, this is just conjecture, this from here on out, that every, and I'm not, I'm not good with our, uh, what is it, what is it called when you got Leo and Capricorn with our, what is that? Astrology? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not good with the astrology, but every time we enter a new a new one of those that you know the next time it'll be like leo fragments or uh you know something like that so that's what i that's that's what i think they're gonna do i should look up and see are we actually in the aries time frame right now i think so i'm an aries my birthday is in uh two weeks april 19th so okay so we probably are yeah i think so have not followed that since I was a kid because whatever. Um, what else are we going to talk about today? <laughs> um, so, yeah. oh, we have a couple. What's up? Just on that. Up until April 19th, we are in Aries, and then we go into Taurus. Gotcha. Right. So right. I'm, I'm an Aries, so take that for what you will. So community questions. We have the Dads After Dark, who is our sister podcast. Um, they are, uh, they are, or are they a brother podcast or they're a sister an, podcast? I was going to say they're an interesting bunch. That's all I'll say for now. Follow my old sister podcast. Yeah. Hey, you know, um, you got to be honest though. Drew went from like, ah, I could care less about Animal Crossing to like, he's in pretty deep at this point. He's in yeah, our he's channel quite a bit. Pretty much a super fan at this point. <laughs> yeah. Asking all the questions. Yeah. Oh, we might get some hammer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably, but yeah, we can take it. Um, so did Dads After Dark are asking, two weeks in now, do you think there was a justification for the one island per switch rule? Uh, 
I'm not the right person to answer that question because I I'm the only one who plays this game in my entire family. So I, I haven't had any issues with it, but you know, I could definitely see people with having issues, uh, especially if you have a family member on the island. So I think Nick, you're the one who has had the biggest issue with this. Tell us about your experience with the one island per switch rule and how would you, would you change it? Well, so this is difficult. This is difficult, right? What you have to, under, what I think you have to understand is that this was, this is Nintendo's intention that you guys figure out how to share and ration the resources that are on this island. And it's a great team building experience <laughs> if you want it to be. And it really works out well if you're a bunch of adults that are on this island that really know like how to be like, I need some wood. You need some iron. We all need iron to build Nook's Cranny. So let's all figure out how to do this. The problem is when you get a bunch of kids involved, it all rationale goes out the window and everybody's just kind of like, I get all the resources, right? Um, and that ha- that has for, you know, Justin was talking about it on the, on our, on the, the regular Nintendo Dads podcast. And uh, there's a lot of people that have just like, ah, the kids are not, it's not easy to work with kids and these resources and you want to progress the story. And they're just like, I don't know. I'm just hacking at a tree. Who cares? I'm just going to take all the wood today. Um, but I really think Nintendo had the one switch. I don't know if there's, I'm not a programmer. So let me first say that. I don't know if there's a technical reason why there's one switch per island. From what I can, from what I hear from people who are programmers, is there isn't. They could easily have as many islands per switch as you want. Um, but I think Nintendo really just wanted to make have you share this island, have that be part of what this desert island was, and to make you work together, compromise, ration these resources, especially in the beginning, and uh, work as a team. So. I guess to answer that question in a much more short way, uh, do you, is there a just, I don't, I think the only justification is that's how Nintendo wanted it. That's how Nintendo saw this working and why they think they, they wanted it to be. Yeah. I have heard, I've heard a little bit of complaining from some people about the whole, like, well, there can only be one resident representative on the town and everybody else is like, you just can't, you know, you, you can't do as much as the resident rep. Um, so I can definitely see that being frustrating, but other than that, there has not been a significant amount of complaining about that particular issue. I think part of it's just because Nintendo knocked it out of the park with the game itself. You know, Mm -hmm. like if there were other issues that would have been compounded, but honestly, if the only issue is that the game just works with one Island per switch and that's just how it's designed, it's not like a glitch or anything. It's not buggy. There's no other real issues with the game i think they kind of just handled it as best as they could the one thing i will say about the resident rep um sorry sean um is that they should have in the beginning if you're the first person to turn on the switch and and start animal crossing they should have said somehow conveyed that you're going to have more responsibility than anybody else um 
there has to be one person to make these decisions. Not everybody can be throwing bridges and all, you know, and not, not everybody can have all the choices with where stuff goes. One person does have to have that, that power, but they should have conveyed that for like uh, a good member of ours, a good contributor uh, of ours in the discord, Ebusel. Um, it would have been good if when he turned it on and he was like, I'm going to hand this to my kid. If somehow Nintendo would have been like, you're going to be the Island rep. And now you're going to make many decisions, you know, um, it would have been good if they could have conveyed that in the beginning. That's the one misstep I see in this process. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's been somewhat of a, off put from my eldest daughter she's kind of seen me play it she's 13 um and she's kind of asked the question of like oh can i play and i'm like yeah you can play but we all have to share the same island and she was like what what but it's if i go in on my account why do i have to share the same island and i kind of had to explain that that the the island's preset by the game so the game that's on the switch means that we all have to share the same island so you'd be living on the same island as me you wouldn't have the as, you wouldn't be able to build the bridges as much as in the same way that i can and we'd have to share all the resources basically so you can't just run around destroying everything and that'd be okay you have to kind of have to share it all and she kind of just pulled her face and was like ah right well i don't want to play it then. and that, that turned her <laughs> off instantly just turned her off because she's very much of a she likes to do things her own way so she wouldn't yeah. like be mindful of everything and share and she'd like to be able to play at her own speed so that, that turned her off quite quickly um it's the same with a friend of mine she's like got it for her son she like he's enjoyed playing it and then you know she kind of asked the question of like how do i go about playing it alongside him do i have to share the same island you know what responsibilities will i have will i be able to do the same stuff and it's kind of like in, in a short answer, no, you won't. It's, he's now the, like you say, the, the rep for the island. Right. And that's also then turned her off from playing the game. So it's kind of like, the, I can see why they've done it, because it's like you say, if you were all on an island together, that's what you'd have to do in real life. Everybody would have to share the resources. You'd have to come together to make things and share back and forth. Oh, I've got this. Do you want that? She will do a trade. Um, but I think in sense of playing a game and people getting their own enjoyment out of it. I think Nintendo have kind of limited the audience with that because you, oh, they've done it in a really clever way that they're going to sell more copies of the game and switches. So well, that's what they did with me. So yeah, <laughs> I think what Nintendo's done here is, I mean, if you think about, if you go, if you look like 10,000 foot view, Nintendo is trying to sell us a handheld home console hybrid. Um, and that presents a lot of problems for a game like Animal Crossing where, you know, if you look at Wild World, you look at New Leaf, you can't create more than one island on those handhelds, can you? I don't think you can. And it's because, well, this is my 3DS. You know, like, yeah. you don't sh really share your 3DS with somebody. It's kind of like, these are my save files, these are my games. A home console is designed to be shared, and so they had to strike some balance between those two things with animal crossing, which is an incredibly community driven uh, community centric game more so than almost any other game they make. And so, um, and so uh, you know, whereas 
with the GameCube, you could swap out memory cards. You can't, you can't do that. With the Wii, you'll have to answer for, for me, Nick, because I don't know if you could have multiple islands on a Wii. I'm going to assume not, but nope. they, yeah, they, so they haven't changed anything, really. The people who want to treat their Switch as a home console <clears throat> and be able to do what they want with it are the people who are going to be the most upset about this decision. But I think they've, they've done what they did in order to not only sort of mitigate development costs and figuring out all, figuring all that out and how do you do, how do you do save files and, and screenshots per profile. And there's a lot that's sort of integrated into the system with this game. Uh, they've mitigated that in saying like, this is just how animal crossing has always worked and this is how it's going to work. Uh, also here's the switch light. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it has pushed us to look at the Switch Lite. Um, I mean, given the current circumstances of actually trying to buy anything from anywhere at the moment, um, the wife, we've been, the wife said she'd like one of the coral, not the coral ones, the turquoise one, the blue one. Yeah, um, I can't get them anywhere at the moment in the UK. They are like hotcakes. Well, everywhere they're tough to find, and that's not Nintendo's fault. You know, they didn't yeah. know that this was going to happen when they started developing a two-year game. You know, two years ago. Um, but it is in, it is an unfortunate situation that we're in where you, now you kind of can't really get hardware on demand. So, so the last thing I'd like to say about the Island rep and so I, I have my own Island and my son has his own Island, but I have friends because you have two switches. Cause I have two switches. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Thanks Jen. Um, um, but I have, I have two, uh, friends who who have kids and have their own island and they share it with their with their kids and so on the one there is there's two mom and dad are both playing and three kids are playing so there's five tents on this island five people and stuff um and i was able to give them the heads up like hey whoever enters as the island rep you really need to make sure that you know you if it's gonna whoever is gonna play the most really probably needs to be the island rep. but here's the one interesting thing that i think if you if you're not in that scenario, you don't think of the island rep really does at some level need to play nice um, because so if the island rep just does whatever the island rep wants to do, when it comes to bridge building or incline building, when he if everybody says hey we'd like that bridge to be here and he says no I want it here he's got the total right to do that, but what everybody else has the total right to do is not fund that bridge. So if that bri- if he wants a bridge that's 200 K- 200k bells and you got five people, yeah. you could have that build in no time if everybody donates a little bit. Yeah, it's but if one he thing- doesn't want to play nice and he wants to build that bridge over here, then every- all the other residents can say, "Great, you got the right to do that. I got the right not to fund it." It's one thing to convince a bunch of NPC animals to do it. It's another one completely to get human beings to behave. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's this really interesting bit to it where it's like it, you really do have to come together. Or if you want to be a jerk the whole time and be like, I'm going to tell you right where the museum's going to go and I'm going to tell you where I want these islanders to go, then later on in the game when you really would like all those residents' help to build all this stuff, they can be like, you do it on your own. So yeah. it's an interesting just uh, sociology lesson kind of, I guess you say. Yeah, anthropology. So, yeah, yeah, study of human. Whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's one in the morning here. (laughs) Yeah, amen. (laughs) Could they not integrate a voting system 
in the residential services. So everybody who wants a bridge, because obviously you, with Isabel, you have the island evaluations where she tells you what some people want. Would that not have been a nice ad ad addition for Nintendo for the non-island rep members to be able to sort of like vote, oh, we want a bridge, or oh, we want an incline. That I can see a that being an update for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We have one more question here from a community member before we duck out for the night and either go to sleep or play more Animal Crossing, depending on who you are, where you are. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what the, what we're going to do. That's a new day for me, so I'm, I'm yeah. you know. Sean's oh, yeah. waking up early. He's he's the one who's got a day ahead of it. Um, third strongest mole asks, "What are your favorite KK Slider tunes?" Now I'm in a unique position to answer this question because I've bought every KK Slider tune that has been available to me from the ATM since day one. So I've got I've got what uh, some days sometimes they repeat. So I've got like 12, 11 or twelve tunes right now, and by far my favorite one is KK Bassa. I play it in my house all the time. It is easily the most jamming. The other one that I really like is KK Adventure. Um, and that one kind of has a little bit of a Zelda-y hero theme to it. Um, what about you guys? You, sh you um, start, Sean. I'm going to tell my story after this. <laughs> mine's KK Hypno. Because so, um, uh, when I was working in the office, I kind of dropped on like low fee, I believe, style music, which is that chilled hip hop oh, beat. Lo fi? Yeah, lo fi with a nice piano and violin stuff. Um so I had kind of dropped into chilled cow um and things like that, trying to drop people's names. Um so I, I like the KK Hypno because it's very much along those lines. It's a bit violin y with really chilled out. So that's playing all the time. I've got a little shell speaker outside my house on the on the iron garden table, which as soon as you get anywhere near my house, that's the song that you hear. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we had we had a, a, an artist uh, on our Instagram page, which is at Hendad Crossing, actually comment because I was listening to his new album. So I made a little canvas painting and put it above the stereo inside the house, took a screenshot with it and kind of like tried to reach out and say, hey, look, in honor of your new album, because um, he plays Animal Crossing himself, he actually. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, so I thought I'd reach out, and you know, he dropped us a comment of a of a clap and a and a wave sort of thing, just to. Heyo, that's nice. So, what's your story, Nick? Yeah. So, um, well, one, uh, I, I there's a, there's an there's an album you get when you roll credits. That's all I'm gonna say. And so I I really love that one, and it probably will be in my player for a good long time but i do like the i just got kk disco um but i got kk disco by once you roll credits kk will be there like he was in the old in in the past games every saturday night and so this is my first saturday and i invite the community i'm like hey come and listen with me you know come and listen to kk for the first time or first time for me at least and so we got a large crowd we almost had i think we almost had eight people all together um who came in and listened so you get there, it's like he starts, he opens up at six. And so that's when you can first start the concert. We all sit down and, um, and we're, we're getting ready to listen. And I go up and talk to him to kind of start the concert. And so uh, one of the people who actually was there was Third Strong Small, Sam. 
and uh, a good uh, a good contributor to our channel and Patreon of Nintendo Dads. And uh, he was, uh, and so he apparently had the camera app open as I went to KK to be like, hey, you should, you know, start the concert. And so when you start the concert, everybody like who is seated is in it. And so we all hop off of our seats and, and start to jam to KK as he is playing KK, the KK disco song. Except for Sam, who was still seated in a seat. And I'm like, Sam, why are you seated? Like, how are you seated in your seat? Why have you not jumped off? Because you don't do, you don't have control. The game just makes you jump off your seat and then you all start dancing and you just listen to it. But Sam, because I guess the camera app was open, did not jump off his seat and he had full control in the concert. So he's sitting there like hitting KK in the head with a net. And if you want to see a little clip, you should go on our you should go on our Twitter page. I put a little clip on there and it's absolutely hilarious. And I, it is hilarious. I, it Quite was hilarious. so much fun. We were all busting up laughing. And so uh, and so but it's probably for me the the one you get when you roll credits or that KK disco, probably just now for that memory which these are why I love Animal Crossing because you have these memories. It'll be something I never forget that we, when we first played K- KK concert and Sam was like not in the concert, but he was, and he was able to hit KK in the head with the net the whole time. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's awesome. I, don't, I can't think of a better way to close out the show than the nice little community get together with some hilarious antics. It's good stuff. Absolutely. Well, yeah then we will just wrap this sucker up. Uh, we want to let you know that Dad Crossing is a part of Nintendo Dad's family podcast. You can find new Nintendo Dad's content wherever podcasts are found. If you have questions or comments, you can reach out to us on Twitter, YouTube, and now, thanks to Sean Abbott, also on the Instagram. And everything is at Crossing. We want to give the Nintendo Dads a big thanks for making this craziness happen. For Dan Caparello, Sean Abbott, and myself, Nick Metzger, hope your village is sunny and your villagers are happy. Have a good night, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. Now we'll go back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.